idle hands are the devil's workshop, right? But if you hang around with ultra-successful entrepreneurs, you're going to hear this phrase, it seems like the less I work, the more I make. So which of those statements is more true? That's what we're talking about today, and we'll have a little fun destroying one of the big misconceptions about hard work and hopefully save you some pain in the process. So let's get into it. So when you hear that phrase, the less I work, the more I make, how does it hit you? For a lot of the people that I grew up with, you know, people working regular jobs, it feels really icky. Um, they perceive it as coming from some fat cat boss who sits around telling them what to do. And if you're in the States, it really hits you. You know, the whole idea of work being easy might seem like an assault on the Puritan work ethic, which, you know, coming from my background, being raised as a pastor's kid, I can tell you is absolutely true. Uh, we were raised with the idea that work purifies the soul. I think a lot of Americans were, which is where that phrase idle hands of the devil's workshop comes from. So when you go to start a business, you bring all of those misconceptions about work ethic with you, right? If you're not careful, those misconceptions are going to keep you from the next level. For any goal that you have in life and in business, there's a bunch of possible paths to get there. And when you look down those paths and you see one that's more difficult than the others, it's really tempting to think that the hardest path must be the right path. And really, it's just because it's hard. The same thing happens when something in your business isn't working. You know, sales are down or your marketing isn't getting you the opportunities you want your program or your product just isn't clicking, whatever. Your work ethic can spring up inside and just say, oh, I just need to buckle down and work harder. More calls, more emails, more you know, posts on Instagram, whatever. It's like humans have this weird pathological need to suffer. Um, I'll leave that to the uh, philosophers. But here's the big idea for today. Just because it's hard doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. You know, look at Microsoft, you know, when Apple was on the ascension. You know, Microsoft chose the hard work of competing with Apple in the realm of MP3 players and smartphones, that was a very hard thing to do. Well, was it the right thing to do? Obviously not. <laughs> the Microsoft Zune MP3 player was a good product that came out too late. And the Microsoft smartphone was just a complete spectacular failure, a giant squandering waste of time, energy, and capital. Now let's bring it down to the lifestyle level. You know, say you have two people who got married young and then realize that they've grown in completely different directions and now they are incompatible at a fundamental level. A lot of people would tell them that the virtuous path is to stay together, you know, do the hard work. After all, it builds character. Uh, I even ran across a book years ago called Sacred Marriage. And the central idea of that book is that marriage isn't designed to make you happy at all. It's designed to make you a better person. It's all about, you know, marriage being the hard path. Therefore, it's the right path. Uh, you might wonder why the author didn't just skip to the end and marry a therapist. Um, but let's take it into the business realm. You know, years ago, I talked to a gentleman who was really successful in real estate, uh, first as an agent and then as a coach. And he had the same experience as a new agent that most of us did. Um, you know, you get your license, a broker basically hands you a phone book and tells you to start dialing for dollars. Uh, he ignored this advice, fortunately for him. Instead, he leveraged his background and relationships in the corporate world to build a referral network and do a ton of relocation deals with corporate executives. So right away, he had higher home prices, which meant he needed fewer transactions to make the money he wanted to. He ended up building this incredible, super niche, really relaxed seven-figure real estate business that basically as a solo agent. Um, you could say something similar happened to Aaron Ross at Salesforce.com. He was the guy that went on to write a book called Predictable Revenue, which is amazing. When he first started, he was given the same task. Basically, they handed him the business equivalent of a phone book and instead start dialing for dollars. You know, he was trying to generate sales opportunities using standard B2B stuff. It wasn't working. So he sat down, thought a lot about it, and uh, decided to try a little test with cold email. He got a great response rate. So he took that initial success, started you know, building on top of it. Eventually, they figured out that this stuff was working, so they put it into a system. That system eventually generated $100 million in sales pipeline for the company. 
Um, that which led to him writing the book, and then the book led to him building a seven-figure consulting business, installing his system in other companies. Now, what those last two stories have in common is that each of them chose not to go down the quote-unquote hard path. They could have kept banging their heads against brick walls, which is exactly what a lot of people in their world would have preferred, you know, the brokers and bosses that told them what to do. But instead, they took a different path. And it was really one, you know, that required a different form of, of hard, right? It's hard thought rather than hard action. And that brings it to you and me. You know, we all want to get to the next level, whether it's influence, impact, income, whatever. We all want to do it without giving up our lifestyle and our integrity. So in my opinion, I think we should make the best decision for our business, regardless of which path seems to be the hardest or which would test our work ethic the most. When we're looking to get to the next level, everyone around us is going to have opinions on the best path to get there. And someone is going to step up and, you know, challenge our work ethic and our strength of character, our ability to suffer in pursuit of our goal, even the ability to, uh, to change who we are, right? Someone is going to challenge that. And it's going to be very tempting to give into that and take on that challenge just to prove that we can. That doesn't mean it's the right path for you or the business. Because getting to the next level isn't about taking the hardest path. It's definitely not about taking the path that requires you to change who you are or do a bunch of things that completely drain your energy because they are unnatural to you. Because if you get to the next level based on doing things you hate, it's only a matter of time before you fall back down to the level that you are at. You know, Warren Buffett said, if you do things and you base your success around things that are painful and unnatural for you, even if it succeeds, you're going to have a very painful and unhappy life. And I think he's right. Right? There's just there's more than one path to success. And just because something is hard doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. So let's finish with this. Um, most of us have limitations on our energy. Maybe you're like me, you deal with things like chronic fatigue or autoimmune disorders. You know, maybe you're a single parent or you're a natural introvert. And just the day-to-day of business uh, is a constant drain on your energy and requires a lot of attention to keep your energy high enough to run the business or, or be a single parent. Whatever it is, I've been there. I've had to create systems that support and elevate my energy so I can hit my goals and get to the next level without burning out or giving up my lifestyle. And the systems that I've built for myself are based around three areas, which is where to focus energy, how to free up energy, and how to fiercely protect energy. So if any of that resonates and you want to learn more or maybe steal some of these systems for yourself, let's connect. I've opened up a couple slots a week to help people who have you know energy limitations but still want to get to the next level of influence, impact, and income. So either email me, message me on Facebook, whatever. We can talk through it and see if it can be helpful. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Timeless Entrepreneur.